up guys back at it pretty early this week i thought i wasn't gonna get a movie in but turns out who decided to go to the movies instead of study i did psych i'm gonna actually study when i get home but i did go to the movies um unexpectedly and boy am i happy i did uh because whew, Sorry, it is cold as fuck out here, and, um, uh, I am yawning because I'm cold, not necessarily because I'm tired, because I have a long drive back, which will give me enough time to, uh, discuss the movie I just saw, which I'm pretty sure most of you who listen and actually probably are movie buffs rather than my ass, um, actually, uh, probably have seen this movie before. I went to go see Black KKK's men, or Black Klansmen, or Black Klansmen, I don't, whatever. The movie with Denzel Washington's son, who sounds just like him, which is so fucking funny. I mean, not just like him, but like, very much can tell that that man is his son, for sure. And boy, was it a very, very intriguing movie. And I am glad that it was nominated, uh... Because it wasn't what I was expecting from Spike Lee, considering his more notable fails of movies like Chirac. Uh, even though back in the day he was the man for a good movie, lately, it's not the case. So, just so you know, um, if you didn't know already, AMC is running a special where they have some movies that have been nominated uh, for, I think, Academy Awards, uh, and they are playing them, and I think if you buy a $40 ticket, you can see, like, four movies that have been nominated, like, back-to-back-to-back-to-back. think that is how it works. I'm not actually 100% sure. I know that shit sold out, because they had, like, one 11 a.m. showing, and, um, that shit sold out within minutes, uh, and unfortunately here, for whatever reason, there aren't very many destinations, for, uh, or not very many options for that particular, uh, vent. I'm assuming somewhere like New York probably has, like, a shit ton of options, but unfortunately, I do not live in New York, boo-hoo to me, um, and, uh, we only had one, like, two places, and, like, and each of them had one showing. So, yeah, uh, but luckily they have broken some of the movies out so that people can come see those individual movies, and they are still A-list movies. So you don't have to worry about it not being excluded from your free movie of the week. Uh, But anyways, I digress. That's my little AMC blurb of uh, of the podcast. Um, but yeah, I saw that today, I'm leaving from it right now, and I thought it was pretty fucking spectacular. And, as as we all know, I am a black fucking woman, and it was a lot about race. And I'm not one of those people who likes to shy from race. I work in corporate America, I deal with white people all the time, and I deal with those stereotypes that unfortunately I get put into because uh, I'm a black woman in corporate America, and, um, it's very, very annoying as per use, which I'll save that for an episode where I can just divulge into just how fucking stereotypical 
white America is or corporate white America is when it comes to black people, which there should be a movie about how ridiculous it is. I guess that's what Thank You for Calling is. I don't know. I watched that and I, I, don't, know. I don't know. Anyways. Um, but yeah, so it was a lot about race, um, clearly. Um, and I thought that it did a very good job of kind of jumping into that topic of race. Now, um, it, it was straight to the point. It was no uh, PC moments about this entire movie. Like, this was not a movie if you were sensitive to hearing the word nigger or just felt uncomfortable hearing nigger or or any of those other very racist uh, uh, names that uh, racist people call. And it, it's one of those movies where it's like, huh, I'm kind of shocked that um, the white actors actually decided to to portray these roles because of how racist it was. And the actors that were in here, like the dude from that 70s show was in here, and I'm just kind of shocked that he actually kind of agreed to this in a way um it, it it really was shocking to me uh that that he he decided to be david duke and and and, and this is the thing for somebody like me in my age uh, david duke this is a new name for me and, and maybe it's just because of my lack of knowledge about these specific topics of the Ku Klux Klan and like racist white America um, that isn't Trump uh, but it was interesting because of course I googled I, I know I'm rude but uh, I did google while I was in the theater I went, towards the end I googled not right away it was like towards the end of the movie and I was just interested to see like how much of this movie was actually true and I guess a lot of it most of it or all of it was and some of it was dramatized but they even said that some of the stuff that he experienced in real life didn't actually make it into the movie because of how wild it was and um it's just interesting that um that that these characters these white men were like of course i'm assuming and this is an assumption here because you never know that these white men are not actually racist which makes them more comfortable with the fact that they were playing racist people i don't know i don't i really or maybe it made them uncomfortable and they wanted to challenge themselves i'm not really sure how that works as actors like how do you when do you draw a line at certain racist movies um because you don't want to be seen as that racist white guy from that movie or like whatever but i mean i guess i guess with that 70s show guy he he kind of has his own kind of following like it's, it would be very hard for me to jump to that he played david duke versus him playing the guy from that 70s show that makes sense so, um, but anyways, regardless of that, uh, they did portray, I'm not saying that it was astonishing acting in this movie, but it was pretty damn good. Um, I think I liked the way they portrayed the situations, the way they attacked Trump like at a lower level indirectly but directly at the same time. Like there was a moment where David Duke was like, you know, I just want to, you know, you know, uh, make make America, like, outstanding again, or, or great again, and it was just like, oh, shit, like, of course, I mean, but it fit, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised 
if that is something that the the grand master of the Ku Klux Klan was to say uh, in that particular time, even today, uh, now that Trump has given these people, uh, it's like he relit a match that wasn't ever burned out or relit a flame that wasn't ever burned out, but had um, changed its narrative as far as how they were attacking uh, minorities and, and things like they were still police killings still all these things occurring none of the shit has changed but it's like they gave them a voice to be in the movie they said that nobody wanted to be a bigot anymore well now everybody is okay with being a bigot everybody thinks it's fine to be a bigot because trump is a bigot and because trump is a bigot and he is the president which is funny that in this movie now, I know these conversations are probably dramatized and meant to directly associate themselves with what's going on today, but it was just interesting that how fitting it was, the conversation um, of them talking about how they want to get people into power and how they would like, if that's the way they will, instead of being called bigots, they will be in power and do systematic racism. And even the talking about like killing black co- black people that are innocent, and like how um, police officers, even though they know stuff is wrong, they don't say anything because of the blue bond, um, and how they actually identify how the blue bond or whatever they call it is just as similar or a brotherhood. The blue brotherhood is just as similar or has the same principles as the Ku Klux Klan and how in reality uh, they they, they have the same thought process like oh even though I know what they're doing is wrong I'm not gonna say anything because that's my brother and regardless of what I feel is right or wrong and that's unfortunate like I know that there are cops that are good cops and I know that there are bad cops and it's just that it's unfortunate that a good cop can't be a good cop without the bad cops coming in and fucking it up and doing whatever and making the good cops pay like and unfortunately i'm not one of those people who's had a positive experience with a cop unless he was except for this black cop who was trying to get on but i don't think that counts um and but I've I I've not had too many positive experiences other than being scared as fuck when I got pulled over when I was on my way to work and treated I guess I, normally like I don't, I'm not sure uh, I'm not really sure how like cops are supposed to talk to you because I am a black woman I don't really know if they if they're nice and it's weird because it's like. I've not met a nice white cop my entire life. I have not met a nice white cop. And even like when I was a kid, I got lost. Or I wasn't lost. My mama lost me at the park. She got, my mother is not the best at directions. And um, here, here's a fun fact about indie time. Um, my mother isn't the best about directions. And uh we went to this park where on one side um there was tennis courts and then like the kids play park and then you had to cross this really like a football in field to get to like the big kid park where you um 
had the big place, the place game, swings, everything, jungle gym, all of that was over there. So I wanted to go play while she played tennis. So she said, she, you could see it from the tennis court. So she was like, okay, go ahead. Don't talk to strangers. You know, the typical thing. I was old enough to like kind of pay attention to my surroundings and be sure I was safe. So I was over there. She told me not to move and she would come get me. And then, um, she, it started to rain. And so I'm staying in the place in Jungle Gym and all the parents are taking all their kids and everybody is packing up and leaving. Like it's a birthday party that's packing up and leaving and everything. And I'm just like, and it, and like, I'm standing in the jungle gym, and then, like, a family asks me, like, are you okay? Do you need help? And I'm like, no, I'm just going to walk to my mom, who is, like, on the other side of the, like, the, the recreation center. And so I, I say that to them, and then i like, okay, I'm going to stay here a little bit longer just because she told me not to move. And so I creep out, just looking back, like, okay, she's going to pull up any second, and then I'm going to have to walk away. So I, after, like, getting drenched for a little while, I just was like, okay, fuck it. This is summertime thank god it was warm it was a warm rain like i mean as warm as you could possibly get at least um so um i you know i walk across the field and like i go to the tennis courts and i'm looking for her and she's not there so i'm like oh fuck so i start to walk back and these guys that are playing i like i kind of get kind of get freaked out because i'm like okay i can see where the cars are by the play skate and i'm like fuck she's not over there either so where the fuck did she go and these guys were playing ten of volleyball in the rain white guys of course i mean i mean what like who else is playing fucking volleyball in the rain pouring rain and they see me and they're like hey kid are you okay like uh what's going on and like where's your parents and i'm like i don't know i'm freaking out and then so they like like these are the nicest white men i've ever encountered and i don't know if i've ever encountered someone that was genuinely like nice to me um as an adult uh which i mean i guess i understand because i was a child but at the same time it's like damn white people can't just be nice but anyways um but they were very nice they got me a towel they had me sit in their truck and they called the police now we are at the recreation center and like across the parking lot it's like the police station like the, the city center it's like the community center the city center and it's like police station fire department public library all these things all in one place so when they called the police the police just literally you just had to pull over and like the police got there and they were like asking me questions like where's where are your parents like what happened and i'm like telling them like my mom was playing tennis and then i don't know where she went and then like as she does like as i'm sitting there talking to the police i'm in the police car uh, and they're like trying to get me warm because like I had been in the rain, and like I, I before the, the the guys had come and helped me, they I had actually been like trying to, um, like get into like the bathroom stall or get into like the warm area, and like I was freaking out, and, like I had to go to the bathroom and stuff like that. But I couldn't get in there because everything was locked up. And it was, it was fucking crazy. But as I'm sitting in the police car, they pull up. And then, like, she jumps out the car. And she is bawling. 
she is crying her eyes out and she is freaking the fuck out because she was like I didn't know how to get to that drive over there and like I drove and then I realized I had been driving for a long time and then I realized where I was was like two miles away and then I was it was raining and I was so discombobulated and I and then I realized I needed to get back and that you were in the rain and like she just bawled and bawled and they were like are you okay like are you sure like this is your mom they were checking with me because they like oh bitch you just left your child out in the rain like what the fuck um but you know I'm like yeah I'm like it's my mom like she kind of be doing shit like that <laughs> like low-key like my mama don't know how to get nowhere and I'm just like damn my like I'm your directional guy for everything like I can't get you I can't leave go leave you from across the park like how the hell and the funny thing is I actually went to summer camp in this area and it was just like girl you come here to pick me up from summer camp like what are you doing but anyways um so I just remember her bawling so much and then when they finally let me go with her she like hugged me for so long in the car and then she took me to go get pancakes at my uh, at the original pancake house which is my favorite breakfast place and it was just so funny because it was like I don't even remember the police being nice to me then. I don't remember the police being particularly nice. I remember the guys being nice, but I don't remember the police really being that friendly or caring or not. They just kind of came because they had to. So it's like all my experiences with police are very, very much skewed because I have never either I've had neutral experiences or I've had negative experiences. And I don't, I'm not really sure which is worse. Like, I mean, or I mean, I'm not really sure how to feel about that. But nonetheless, watching this movie and seeing like how the, the dynamics between the cops and the black cop, the first black cop in the city, and just seeing how they talk to him about like what's going on and like their actions and behaviors and things like that, it's just really crazy because I think. Like, it's just like wow you guys this has not changed from back then this has not changed at all and it's very sad that America is still at this state where I'm pretty sure there are still cross burnings somewhere I'm pretty sure that in certain cities and areas that this kind of rhetoric is still going on like I'm pretty sure that like everything that was happening in this film, even though there are black more black cops on the force, I'm certain that they're still being scrutinized against. I'm certain that there are cases being thrown out because of um, because of the fact that the white white people up top are don't want it to be in the public and things like that. That's the part that killed me for real, for real. Like, you threw out this case because of what? There was no reason. Like, they, they did not want the public to know about the case. But it's like, why? Because it would be putting on the front forefront just how racist society was. Like, I didn't understand why that was the guidance that his lieutenant or captain decided to give to him. And... It's really interesting that uh, that is what occurred um, 
within the movie because it's like okay so y'all so what's going on like uh, can y'all like like why can't this be publicized why can't we talk about the fact that why is the investigation stopping why are you saying that funding is being stopped for uh an investigation that was successful like how many times are investigations successful and then they're they're stopped once they have some success uh because three white men were killed committing a crime is that why because a white woman was going to jail and there was no way you could protect her from going to jail uh, for planting a bomb that uh, went off and accidentally they killed themselves. Which was low-key, if this is really what fucking happened to these white men, that's what the fuck they get. Because you were killing people for speaking out. And the funny thing is, these people not only were saying, like the black people in this film were not only saying black power... They were saying all power, like power to all people, equality. They weren't directly just saying, oh, fuck white people, blah, 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 blah. They were literally saying power for all black people. And the fact that they felt the need to, um, like still even with that bit of information uh knowing that they weren't saying fuck white people uh they just wanted to protect themselves i guess there was some hints of like black cloud the black panthers and how radical they were ready to start the revolution and preparing themselves for the revolution it still was like okay Yes, we understand that we need to be prepared for the revolution that they're going to bring to us, but we also want everybody to be equally powerful, and um, I thought that was a good thing that they called out. Like, it's not just about black power. We are, we want all people to be equal. There should not be a race thing. Like, we are all human fucking beings. We come from, we all are, our parents fuck, and we get birthed out the same, like, vaginas we all live we all breathe we all die we all have the same blood we all have the same body chemistry we all have these same things but the only thing is that the melanin in my fucking skin is different my melanin is strong my melanin is proud my melanin is rich and all beautiful and glorious my skin protects itself from the fucking horrible rays and then it what boggles my mind about racist white people is that we all acknowledge that Earth started from Africa. Every it seems I've never heard anybody say that Earth started from fucking Europe or Earth started from fucking Antarctica. Everybody acknowledges that my fucking Adam and Eve are from Europe, I mean Africa. But yet somehow Jesus is white. How the fuck that work? Cause I, I know that there are white people in Africa, and I know that it is possible to have fairer skin and be from Africa. But a lot of that fair skinness and a lot of that whiteness came from people colonization from Europe. Now I do understand, like, but 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 I, I don't think people understand, but that means like if all race came 
from fucking Africa. That just means that fucking Africans migrated north and through the years and decades and centuries, just like Italy and Spain and all these other countries, developing their own cultures and races and ethnicities and things, that is why paler skin came. Because the melanin was not necessary because the sun rays were not as strong the colder weather was not needed there was not the defense of melanin was not necessarily needed as much which caused the white race or ethnicity whatever the fuck the proper word is but anyways sorry talking about race is really really draining like as a black woman I'm constantly trying to understand why white people think that we are so different. It's just like, but you know what I've come to the conclusion of, and I think about this quite often. If I wasn't strong enough, I wouldn't be black. God would not have made me be black. Because you have to be strong to be black. You cannot be weak and be black. Because... It will break you. The way we are treated, the way people talk to us, the way I'm looked at, the way I'm accused before anybody speaks to me. And I walk into my office building and I get asked questions while white people walk past me without even being a breath taken to away. And I work for a damn good company. And that still happens. When I go to events and I, see, and I, I walk in the door, Sometimes I see people look and they glance over at me and they look like, are you in the right place? Because of my skin tone. So it's pretty fucking crazy that this is the way things are or the world that we live in. Like, it's really crazy. Really fucking crazy. And I just really appreciated this movie. And then they, they did tie in um our current day racism, Charlotteville, how our fuck ass president um is feeding into this hatred, tearing us apart for Russia. How even today, like the racism, the the anger, the Everything that it doesn't make sense. It doesn't fucking make sense why we can't just all be people. We can't just all be like together and one. Like it's just it's crazy. So yeah, go see that movie. Write that shit. Burp. Beach Brexit. Blah blah blah. Um, not not Beach Brexit, but Red Box it. Do whatever you gotta do, people. Go see Black Clansman. It's a great movie.